Welcome back to another episode of Part of My Bullshit Podcast, episode number 19. It's none other than the voice of Gigi Luciano. To my right, I got... We back, man. It's the truth. Hey, listen, man. It's been forever. Man, your ass is in Barbados. <laughs> whatever the fuck you were. I don't care. Out here talking about it's been forever. Man, you, you, you've been missing, y'all. Yeah, you, nah, man. I, you've I been like, out here living your best life, huh? I got to do what I got to do, man. Listen, <laughs> so, man. They was calling me down down in the island, so I had to get sure. up out of here. It's too, it's too cold. How was it, man? It was dope, man. Had a good time. Beautiful weather. A lot of great food. You know, beautiful people. It's dope, man, when you get to go to another country and experience how they live. You know what I mean? Like, when I go places, I like to be with the people. I don't like to just stay on a resort. You know what I mean? I like to go out in the public and see how people are really living. So, it's dope to 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 get out there and actually see how the Beijing folks are living, man. And they're very, like, humble, humble people, man. And I met a lot of good people while I was out there. Definitely enjoyed, um, like I said, enjoyed a lot of the sun, enjoyed a lot of the beaches. Um, it was a lot more conservative than I thought it was. You know what I mean? I thought it was going to be turn up, turn up, turn up all the time. And it's not, they have it in waves. I mean, they have like their, uh, their carnival and they have crop over season. So we're kind of there in the middle of two seasons. So it wasn't as turned up as I thought it was going to be, but we definitely was able to go out and hit some, hit some clubs and stuff like that. So, so now, it was a good time. now this is what your third trip in the past six months. You, you hit Panama, right? Yeah, I hit Panama for my birthday. And then. Barbados recently. Yeah, did Miami. Um, yeah, that's what it was. Miami, um, Miami. Okay. What else? Oh, we did Charlotte for CIAA. Oh, yeah, CIAA, man. We, did, we, did we ever? No, we, we never talked about We never about talked. No, nah, because we've been having. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. We've been out and about, man, trying trying to uh, promote the podcast. Mm-hmm. You know how it is. Just trying to uh, expand the name, expand the brand. And we went out there, what? That was three three weeks ago? Yeah, something like that. Drove. Mm-hmm. Drove out that joint seven hours down there, and it was a good time. We was out there passing out our, uh, our podcast business cards. Um, met a lot of great people. We got a lot of, uh, well, I wouldn't say a lot. I, I say in percentages, about 40% of the people we handed out to, um, we got about a good amount of followers we from did. those people. We did. I noticed that. Yeah, and then a lot of likes and then a lot of different things. I've been working with my brother a lot just to try to get the social media on track in terms of like really communicating with other people and and uh, following up on, on our brand. You know, we, we're trying to build that conversation. We're trying to build that discussion. And that's something that, I'm really trying to facilitate moving into the future. So if you see me hop me in your DMs or, you know, comment on your page, man, I'm, I'm really trying to um, interact with you all and, and really trying to build a conversation. And, hey, come on to the podcast. Talk your stuff. Promote your brand. This platform for the people. Yeah, no, nah, definitely. CIAA was a, definitely a great experience, man. Like, you know, everybody always say that John's super ratchet. It wasn't that ratchet it to me this ratchet, year, man. man. It was very chill. You know what I mean? Like like he said, we took a bunch of business cards out. Every party we was at, we passed something out. You know what yeah. I'm saying? We was just down, on the, we was on the block, beating the block up and down, passing stuff out, man. Mm-hmm. It definitely, definitely was a, a good experience um, just being out and seeing a bunch of beautiful black people in one space. Niggas wasn't shooting, niggas right, wasn't yeah. fighting. It was real chill. And I know last year they said that, uh, well, they, they say, but it happened. Young Dolphy yeah. got into a little shootout, but I'm like, damn, young, it wasn't even like that. You know, this year, so yeah, it was a lot more mature than I expected. Right. I expected it to be like freak Nick or, or like you know, like the right. uh, the, the what do they call it, the uh, big ass fucking cookout in DC. But nah, man, everybody's mature. Like the weather was just right. Um, didn't run into no no hooligans, man. Yeah, nah, it wasn't, wasn't like, like no that. Baltimore party. You know, you always <laughs> gotta watch yourself. Right, nah, it was chill, man. I had definitely had a good time. You know what I mean? So and we back now, just back into it, man. Look, look, just to. Keep it all the way transparent. We were supposed to record an episode of the podcast on, was that two days ago? Was that Sunday night? Yeah. Sunday night, man. We got back. I got back home, and I'm setting everything up, and 
my shit isn't working. <laughs> Nothing is working, man. Oh, yeah. yeah, this so we had like a we had a technical ish, difficulty issue in the studio, but uh, we got well, everything back still, on track. My bad, my bad. I still owe you the bread for that. Yeah, I don't worry about it. Don't worry. We'll get it to you later. You'll give it to me hey, later. Just invoice me. Invoice me. <laughs> some yeah, yeah. But you know, we had some issues, man. So, but we back up and running. You know what I mean? So we plan on getting this out to y'all tomorrow. What's tomorrow? Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah, we'll try to get this out to y'all Wednesday. Oh, yeah, yeah. First, right now, if you're in DC. Spring? Yeah. If you're in DC, we're supposed to be getting what, eight to 12 inches, they talking about? <sighs> I hope so. Yeah. I'm trying to be out Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. No bullshit. At least y'all can sit back and enjoy a new episode, you know what I mean, while you're out. So. What else you been up to, though? Man, I'm, I'm going to spice it up a little bit. It's, it's kind of my, my P&B already, but over the weekend, um, I went to one of my best friend's weddings on Saturday. It was, it was a beautiful occasion, man. He was my, my roommate um, for, I think, three and a half years in college. We actually met in college. Like, you know, we, we, I did a little random selection uh, for, my, for my roommate, and uh, it was a beautiful ceremony, man. He, he invited me to be one of his groomsmen. We had went out, I think, the, two weeks ago. For his bachelor party, just you know, some chill stuff. He's not really a the party type. We just got out me and the fellas. Um, y'all had y'all had a nice safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, nice bachelor safe. party. Yeah, he he didn't want to do anything too crazy. Wasn't a hose, man. No struggles nah, 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 Yeah, a little bit. But, a couple. Oh, right, yeah, right, a couple. Right. But you know, he he real conservative. He little little short Korean dude. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that, that's the perfect dude to throw him in the mix. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little, a little bit of a different culture, but that's my man. Mm-hmm. Like he's like my brother for real. For real. But um. It was crazy because it, it it was it was just such a, a beautiful um, event and beautiful occasion. But uh, one phony moment, I guess, that happened at the wedding. It was kind of embarrassing. But um, I was sitting there, and you know, I, you get there, and everybody has their their plus ones and stuff, right? And they have the names for everybody at the tables where you're supposed to sit and everything. So I'm sitting at table sixteen, and originally I had a plus one because um, I had been talking to this girl for a while. I told him, I was like, yo, I'm going to bring a plus one or whatever. And then You was, like, was about to bring a date to the wedding, bro? I was. I was. My man, he asked me. so he You, you wasn't going to set up to catch all the lonely uh, single joints in there? Uh, nah, nah. It wasn't, it wasn't nothing in there for me. To, it was It was like a lot of family. You know oh, what right, I mean? Okay, I wasn't okay. trying to die. It wasn't a scene to... Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. It wasn't a scene to act up for real, for real. But um, so, yeah, I had told him like uh, a couple weeks before he asked me. He's like, yo, you still having a plus one? I was like, nah. You know, um, stuff changed. I'm just going to come by myself. But the list wasn't updated. So, you know, they put the names out on the table and I didn't even recognize it. So, you know, after the whole ceremony and, and the kiss and everything, you sit down, you start eating. You know, I, I walk to my table and uh, I'm sitting there just running my mouth, talking, drinking with the people at my table. And, and one of the people were like, hey, where's your plus one? And I didn't realize it, but all of our names were oh, damn. Okay. on the circular yeah. table. And I looked and I was like, shit, the person's name, the, the chair wasn't there. And the whole name there, though. But the whole name there. And I was like, I, I grabbed a joint. I was like, uh, I, I, I made up the quickest lie. I was like, oh, she's on a travel for work. <laughs> like that. And uh, Boy. It, was, it, was, it was like low key embarrassing because, mm-hmm. like, I mean, it, it was funny. Um, they could have probably thought it was true or whatever. But it was low key embarrassing because I was just sitting there in my mind because obviously I know the whole yeah, backstory yeah. or whatever. And I was just like, damn, like, this shit is embarrassing as fuck. But I, I just laughed it off. And uh, I, I told my brother later, and he was he was geeking on me. But, it's, uh, it's crazy how life changes because, like, you plan. Oh, obviously, the wedding wasn't planned last week. Right, you know yeah. what I mean? So over the course of time, you're in a different space. You yeah. know what I mean? It's crazy how fast things evolve or disintegrate. <laughs> <you know what laughs> right, I mean? right, right, right. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, so, that, yeah. That that joint was crazy. And then uh, that night, you know, we ended up, 
you know, having a little after party after Shindig and people was losing their phones, man. I, I lost, I left my phone in the Uber. Man, let me tell you, so I woke up, so I hit Nathan the <laughs> night before. I knew he was at this wedding. I was like, yo, be at the crib at 8.30. We about to record. Yo, God is funny because if you would have pulled up at 8.30 that day, we wouldn't have been able to do nothing because right. shit wasn't working. Yeah. So uh, I was like, yo, be at the crib at 8. And Nathan was like, man, I ain't going to hold you. We're going to go out after this, so I might not be there. I was like, man, I'm, I'm just messing with you. Just be there, you know, be at the crib as early as you can. So I wake up, you know what I mean, get myself together, brush my teeth, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm starting to set everything up. And my phone, uh, I get a text on my phone. I see a random ass number text me. And it's this nigga right here talking about some, yo, I lost my shit. I'm going to hit you back later. <laughs> so I was like, well, let me get back in the bed. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I knew shit, he wasn't going to make it. This shit was wild because I, um, when I woke up, you know, I, I was I actually went Uber back to my mom's house. So I woke up on the couch and I was like, you know, you look for all your stuff. I was like, shit, where's my phone? I did a little find my iPhone joint. It was like in Hartford County Damn. somewhere. So I was like, shit. Damn, I definitely lost my phone. So I immediately went to to my uh, Uber app on on my work phone, looked at the joint, and I was like, "All right, um, I I know the license plate of the person." And then I called the person. Obviously, they didn't pick up, but mm. you know, with the loopholes and shit with Uber, um, I just let it go to voicemail and it read out the person's number. Oh, that's crazy! I never thought that before. Right. So I, I definitely left shit in Ubers before. I never thought yep, that. So yeah. I got the person's uh, personal number. I texted her, and then. I got in my car and I drove up to the spot and, um, to where to where like my you know the iPhone was was on the GPS and to find my iPhone joint. So I got there and um, I was I was circling around a block for a little bit because it didn't give me like the specific location. Yeah, the general like vicinity or whatever. Yeah, and then I finally found the person's car. So I was like, all right, was bet. that a crib or something? Yeah, yeah. Oh, she, okay. she had just I guess took it to her house yeah. or whatever. So I, I found a person's car because you know I used the license plate from the Uber app. And I was like, all right, bet, like, at least I know it's, like, with this person or in their car. Yeah. So then I was sitting there for a little bit, and I was like, all right, I can wait for this person to, because I called my phone, like, several times, put it on lost mode and all that. I was like, all right, I can wait for this person to either wake up and call me or, like, go knock on doors. So I started knocking on doors. <laughs> Just like a while ago. It was an apartment <laughs> complex, and it was, like, 1030, and I was like, shit, I want my phone. Started knocking on doors. But I never found the right one. Mm-hmm. And then it was like 1130. Uh, um, the person called me and they were like, hey, you know, I have your phone. This, that, and the third. And I was like, all right, cool. But I didn't want to tell him. Like, I was I was outside yeah, of your spot. I don't, you didn't want to tell him that you was already stalking out your yeah, phone. Out facts, Friday, facts, knocking facts, on random doors facts, and shit. Niggas would have came out to the burner. Then what? Then what? <laughs> right. then what? So I was just like, all right, cool. She was like, yo, I'm, I'm about to uh, be in the city. So I was like, all right, just drop it off or whatever. So, you know, came and dropped it off or whatever. Uh, she was laughing at me a little bit, but it was cool. You know, I got my phone back. That was that was fine and everything. And then, um, yeah, after that, just just chilled out for the rest of the weekend, man. Ain't do too much. You know, I've been getting a lot of stuff done. Just um, you know, trying to start my own little side gigs and stuff like that. You know, still preparing uh, for for the other side. You know, with the culture chefs and uh, do safe for days. So that's coming up what next week, right? Next weekend, dog. Ne- next I'm weekend. Very, very excited about that. Yeah, those emails still coming in with that's the uh, the tickets. So. You know, I always get excited when I'm at work, you know, don't have too much access to my phone, but, you know, you see the little uh, ticket order come through. But yeah. to be honest, man, I looked at the listing probably last week sometime. I was t- I was telling my best friend, like, yo, 
It's like 65, 35 women. There's going to be a lot of girls in the building, women man. And which, men, yeah. which is good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. especially planning events, you always want to make sure that you get the women out because niggas is going to come. Niggas is definitely going to come. I'm hoping. But, I'm you know, hoping. get them yeah. going. They definitely, I ain't worried about it. But we're going to have a lot, of, a lot of women in the building. So, fellas, man, if you're hearing this, y'all go ahead and buy y'all ticket. I'm Thanks. telling you, I've been looking at the list and I ain't going to say too much. Right. But it's joints in there. We, we, I, you know, I, I may feel generous on the last day. If you hit me up on the last day, like that, hit me up on that Friday. What was that March thirtieth? Thirtieth, yeah, yeah. I may throw you like a two or three dollar discount. Word. Yeah, I ain't mad at let that. Let me know. Let uh, me know. PNB podcast discount. We might. Yeah. yeah. PNB podcast. You listen. To, yeah, we got. We got to support the people anyway from our group. Me, I, I remember uh, saying that uh, we throw them a little discount code. So yeah, definitely. You know, if you support us, we support you, man. Come out, have a good time. You know, and, and nothing stupid, you know. Yeah. So that's how we do it, man. Do safer days. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that, man. It's crazy. Like the first one w- went really well, and the second one, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to because just like with anything you do, there's always areas of improvement. You know what I mean? Like after the event, we took a step back and it was like, okay, what worked, what didn't work, and there's areas that we know we can improve upon that we plan on doing this go around. But we knew that from the success of the first event, it was going to be niggas jocking. Thanks. You know what I mean? So. Thanks. It's a little, it's a little douce beef out here in DC. It ain't a beef yet. Ain't no beef. But, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't beef. <laughs> beef. You don't talk about. It. You let don't the, talk let about the numbers beef. speak for themselves, right? You just, you just yeah, let it just, happen. just know. Like yeah. I said, man, we did it first, dog. I'm gonna I'm, I'm keep it one hundred, man. We did it first. You are gonna see some little shit coming along, but remember, niggas did it first. You know what I mean? Yeah, but this I always, this is why I tell people, man. I mean, especially with the culture chefs, right? It's, it's a, it's a bigger, it's a bigger purpose. It's a bigger platform, right? We, we're not just out here trying to be party. Motors. I remember when, uh, you know, like Duce Palooza dropped uh, the day I was taking my P and P exam yeah. that I passed or whatever. And um, stunt, man, stunt one time, yeah, stunt a little bit. You know, got my shirt. Passed, yeah. You know what I mean? But um, everybody was hitting me up like, "Yo, what are y'all gonna do?" You, you know, y'all had Duce for days first, and now Duce Palooza taking over. Mm-hmm. They signed with Jay, yada yada, this that and the third. And I'm like, "Well, hold on, step back." Like, I'm, we're in our own lane. Yeah. You know, that the, the culture chefs is something to me that we can. The, our, our scope of work expands just being party promoters. You know, I'm not, matter of fact, we can't even call ourselves party promoters because we own our own shit. You know, mm-hmm. you know, we, we're we're the ones actually putting on an event. Nobody else is helping us with that. And that's a fact. Coming straight out Every dollar coming out of our pocket. Facts, facts. And, and it's really us just putting on social events for people, you know, to come and have a good time. And this is not just for adults when, um, for the types of events we're going to throw, you know, and the types of events we're going to have. I mean, we have our, you know, do safe for days for our adults. You know, we'll have other events for, for children, you know, and in other ages as well. And we're really trying to branch out because our, I, I think our main responsibility and our main commitment and goal here is to make sure we, we leave a lasting positive impact on the community. I mean, I know I can speak for myself, man, just working with this group. We've been getting into contact with a lot of different um, POC, point of contacts. And uh, charities and, and and really trying to you know carve out our footprint there as well. So yeah. everything everything works for for uh, a different reason. I mean, we can throw these parties, makes us money, yeah. allows us to be able to make other business moves. So hey man, we give you a good time, you help us out, and then we in turn turn that back around and and uh, create something positive for the community. Yeah, that's a fact, man. Like I always say, I tell I tell I tell the truth this and my other guy this all the time, man. Like. I try not to look to my left or look to my right, man. I just look and see what's in front of me. You know what I mean? And I and I I, I hear 
But I ain't worried about it. You know what I mean? I'm Thanks. just doing what I got to do. And like he said, man, there's a much greater purpose to what we're trying to do. So, yeah, man, I got. I'm. Uh, I know the first 200 people. Well, we we'll probably have. We we'll probably have almost almost that. But first, I'll, I'll say this: the first 100 people that come through the door. I'm gonna give them some uh, culture chefs. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, man. we got some, yeah. we got a little giveaway for those that that pulling up to this. A little event, giveaway, man. man. Yeah. And and we always looking out. We still got DJ Gringo on the uh, on the ones and twos. So you know he held us down yeah, last. He, he time. actually texted me right now. It's crazy. He trying to get up with us. So I got him back after the podcast. Man, shout out DJ Gringo, man. Yeah, shout out DJ Gringo, man. Always holding us down, man. But uh, yo, let's let's get into it real quick. Man, man. it's so much, bro. It's so much. I don't. It's so much that happened over the last three <laughs> weeks. I don't know where to start. I told this nigga, don't give me the topic list. Just pull up. And we'll talk about it. I'm. We missing a whole lot. Yo, let's go. Let's look, 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 look. We gotta start with Miami spring break, yo, because people been acting up, bro. Let's go to the Twitter. Yo, I I'll, I'll set it up for you, bro. So I was sleep. It was like 1 a.m. in the morning. Mm-hmm. My phone was buzzing. Like I was like, yo, it's something happening. You know, mm-hmm. I, I got my joint, dude, I stir. My joint started buzzing. I wake up. I see all these messages, all, all these notifications. And it was about this young woman. She was posting all this stuff on Twitter about loving her boyfriend and, and uh, being in love with him. And he's the one and this, that, and the third. And then was clowning her boyfriend in the same thread about, hey, um, I told my boyfriend that I'm going to Miami. He told me he's not ready for me to go. <laughs> and then the nigga knew. And then <laughs> the warning signs was there, bro. Bex. And then I see a video of her that well, a video of a woman twerking, shaking her ass next to a dude, um, and getting her ass slapped. And then I see a screenshot of the DM she sent the dude, like, yo, this is me. Can you take it down? Mm-mm-mm. And then I see this nigga posted the joint. He posted a DM. Posted the DM, man. So there's so many different levels to this, right? So let's attack this first. Your girl goes to Miami, yeah. does that. How you feel? Man, listen, I, I saw the thread, man. There's a whole bunch going on because it's fun, like two weeks or so prior to her leaving, she was putting out a bunch of tweets about how her needed money. And like I think she tweeted something like, man, I wish I had 300 And like the boyfriend retweeted and was like, oh, I got you. Yeah. And then he, she tweeted something else about like if you're – she said something like if your girl is out in Miami right now, she's single. But this is from like a couple years ago. So you know black Twitter dig up everything. You Facts. know what I mean? And she says something about like uh, – it, it was something crazy like if, if I go out in Miami, I'm not going to know how to act. But like I said, this is all old tweets that was digging up. And when I saw the video – First of all, I didn't know she was in a relationship, but she was going hard. So it's two things to this. Like, I'm not mad at her dancing, right? You're having you, fun. I'm not yeah, mad. Yeah, nah, you that. go out, you have a good time in spring break, you with your girls, you know what I'm saying? I feel like there's a limit though. Like the type of the type of twerking she was doing right. was above and beyond. Like yeah. she was she was making that joke clap. She was doing she was just gonna be an extra with it. That's where I think the issue starts with me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, go have your fun. But when you get up there in front of a, a group of people that large and being all extra Thanks. with it, I think that's when you cross the line. Because you wouldn't like if I got up there and pulled my dick out and started shaking in everybody's face. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it is, it is what it is. It's a little bit of a difference, though, because like we see our ass all the time on the beach, right? You, right. You, you know? It's acceptable. Yeah, yeah I mean, acceptable. to have your ass out is acceptable. Right. But I'm saying, though, even though your ass can be out and it's okay, okay to the world, it don't mean that you need to get up in front of everybody like that yeah. and shaking it and have a nigga smack When it you're in a relationship. In a relationship, yeah. And, and that's, you, you just mentioned, and that's where I think I fell an issue with it, right? When the dude was smacking on her yes. and then licked the joint. Yeah. 
Yeah. And there was no retaliate retaliatory action to yeah. it. Like she was just like it kept is, going. Yeah. Like and, and the girl you know in a I mean? relationship, like, okay, let's put it beside you up there having a good time, you dancing. Like I said, I don't really see there's nothing wrong with it. I just think she was doing a whole lot. Yeah. But let's just put that to the side. Once the dude touches you mm-hmm. and you're in a relationship, that's when it's you need to go off. You yeah, know what I'm saying? You, your friends. All y'all. Yeah. Don't fucking touch me. Whatever the case may be. You don't even got to say fucking touch yeah, me. But just, whatever. Oh, just my bad. stop I got that a boyfriend, action. You know what I mean? But she ain't stopped. The nigga smacked about three, four times. Pow, pow. Like, and she kept going. And kept going. And she looked down. It's not like she ain't feeling it. She looked down at the nigga as he yeah. was doing it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And in a day and age now where everything is being recorded. That's weak, though. Everything we'll is too. being recorded, dog. You know good and damn well you putting on a show like that. Somebody going to have their phone out. So here, here's the thing, though. I, she already knew the dude was recording it because it wasn't the guy who slapped her wasn't the one recording it. It was his man. His man. He was, was like, yo, we got the joint on video. Yep. And then that's when she started dancing. She went extra hard when the that's, camera came that's out. That's what I'm saying. So it's, it's not even like she was caught off guard or she can say like, Oh, they were sneaky about it. Like she it was, was out over. She was doing this for. A purpose. It looked like a little. It was like I, because of the way that the angle was, you couldn't tell what they were standing up on. But it looked like yeah. some sort of like stage or like when you on Collins, you know, Collins. I just, got I that just little, thought they were sitting on the beach. Well, you know, uh, like on Collins, right, right by the beach, they got the little, um, like the little walls because it looked like she was standing on on top of something because she looked a little taller. Oh, I thought I thought I the way I looked at it, I thought they were on like a hill, like on the beach, like oh, it was okay. just a little undulation, okay. and it was like all right, you. cool. But either way, she was at an elevated. Like oh, yeah. platform, yeah. so she was putting on the show. That's what she was there oh, to absolutely. do. Absolutely, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. And that joint, I mean, she was she was just fat, but like, yeah, me as as my you know my girl, man, I yo, we would have to have a, a serious ass talk beforehand for me to find that behavior acceptable. You know what I mean? Right. Like we would have to really sit down and be like, all right, look, this is what I'm. I'm a wild out in Miami. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> like. Cool. If you find out anything, like cool. But mm-hmm. at least I told you up front. The issue is having to find out as the dude or the significant other after the fact. Yeah. And then for me, like, so let's get into another issue with it. All right. So the dude posts the video. Now you could see her face, mm-hmm. but you really couldn't make out her face, right? Mm-hmm. She sends the dude the DM. How how does she? Find the video. Did it go viral before? So yeah, I think he posted it and people were retweeting it because okay. obviously he was wilding out too. You yeah, know? So yeah, they kept yeah. being retweeting and somehow it ended up on her timeline. Wow. So she was like, yo, that's me, take it down. And at the end of the day, like, especially us being content creators, once you give it to me, it's I'm gonna mine. do I'm gonna do whatever the hell I want with right. it. You know what I mean? So she went up there, she was wilding out. They he recorded it. It belongs to him now. You know right. what I mean? So I understand, like, damn, I wish this wasn't up there. But guess what, sweetheart? You gave it to him, you know what I mean. So, and, and the fact that she sent her, uh, sent him that DM, just gave the, like the the impression that she knew she was her, that wrong. Her boyfriend was going, yeah, wild. She knew, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I mean, nobody want to see themselves up there like that unless unless you're okay with unless you're okay with it. So yeah. obviously, she wasn't okay with it. So obviously, she shouldn't have done it because, like I said, everything's being recorded, bro. And that's the thing too. She knew she knew she was in a relationship, so she already knew it was wrong from a relationship standpoint. Mm-hmm. If she was single. You probably wouldn't have gave too far. Exactly. You know what I exactly. mean? Like, all right, I did it. Like, probably would have laughed it off. Like, damn, yeah, that's me. But not a big deal. But the fact that she did it, knowing that, like, she was in a relationship and that how she felt personally about that. Yeah. I think she had a tweet, like, before in the past where she was like, 
you know, if somebody fucks around in a relationship, they just don't respect you. Dude, or, or yeah, some, yeah, some yeah, junk like that. I yeah, and I, I was like, they, damn. I don't know how they dig up these old tweets, Re- man. Yo, they nice with it. Motherfuckers be scrolling, dog. That's crazy. Scroll gods, man. But some also on Twitter, too, you can like uh, favorite your own tweets. Oh, Like okay, on yeah, right, uh, right, right. Instagram where you have like your highlights. You can yeah. do that on Twitter as well. But yeah, man, it, it was just so many different levels to it. So then I guess to cap off the story, well- Two two more things, right? So they updated their Twitter status. They they I, they. Well, had, I see she went private because her joint used to be public, and I tried yeah. to get on her page to see like what she was talking about. Her joint went private. Yep. Yeah. So they they uh they took I I guess their relationship ended. They took each other out of each other's profile. <laughs> but one of the disturbing things, and this is something I think we can all relate to, and something that I think we should discuss is the fact that um there was a, a news channel. A new broad, news broadcasting station that took his story and made and and they like they they dug up the story and they made it like actual public news. Oh shit! Like they made a whole story about hey, this guy is a football player at some university and his relationship is ended via social media because of this, right. that, and the third. Now, like for me, I, and I'll let you let you get off like your your opinion on that, but for me. You know, where, or I'll ask you the question, where do you think the line is when it comes to, you know, social media and someone's private life and then, you know, the actual public media and them being able to create stories based on what's happened in social media? Well, like I said earlier, I mean, once you put it out there in the world, it's it's content for whoever to do what they want with it. But I don't think that's news. It's not. That, that's not news. If you're if you're putting that on your news station, it's a very very slow day, or your producers are just trash. That kind of reminds me of. Uh, we'll get back. We'll get to this later. But the Danny Star and ninety three point nine situation. Thanks. You know what I mean? Like, we'll pick up on that later. But th- th- that's not news to me. You know, what I mean? a girl twerking and losing her boyfriend. That should not be on the the six o'clock news. Mm-hmm. When I'm turning on my TV and I want to hear about what's actually going on in the world, I don't need. I don't want to see somebody up on the on the joint twerking and saying she lost a boyfriend. I don't give a fuck about that. You know, n- niggas break up every day. You know what I mean? But if you look at it like this, right? It could be news, right? Because now the generation now and how it's growing up, like social media dominates everything. You know, a news story like that could really highlight. You know. What you should and shouldn't put on social media, you know. But, but we have a, enough examples of that already. We do, we do. But I mean, you know, just looking at it, trying to look at it from their point of view. Like, but the, my thing was, it, I think it was really foul. I think it was, a, you know, a real low blow to him because I'm pretty sure he woke up to to all the notifications, oh, all this news. Imagine a locker room facts, and now you got you got this guy's picture, and that's that's how he's seen in the public eyes. Mm-hmm. I mean. They even had, I mean, Black Twitter is re- uh, relentless, dog. They're ruthless. They had pictures of him that his girl posted, and they photoshopped the other dude's face on him. They put the other dude's him. face on him, man. That's Son, crazy. I'm yeah. fighting everybody. Yeah, that's Everybody crazy. who retweet, favorite that shit, I'm showing up at your location, and we got to fight. But he probably got a lot of sympathy pussy off that. Possibly. Well, yeah, he's a football he definitely player. got a lot you know, of sympathy you, you pussy got, off you that. Milk it up. Yeah, yeah, they definitely, definitely throwing themselves at him over that man. It's crazy. That's like the. Uh, do you remember um, Hurt Bay? Oh yeah, man. And did you see their new interview when it came out that they wasn't even dating when she walked in on him with another girl? Yeah, they did like the the part two of it, whatever. And remember last year she was getting all the likes and all the attention. Like, oh my god, he's such a terrible person. Mm-hmm. I can't believe he did that to you. That whole time the story was low key. Exaggerated, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean. Like when it came back in part two, the nigga was like, "Yo, you had everybody thinking I'm such an evil person, yeah. and I'm 
I'm trash and I'm this. And we wasn't even dating. But at the end of the day, he's the one that sat on that couch, on that chair too, and agreed to do it. So once nice. again, you gave the people the content and we ran with it. Man, I, I, sometimes I just feel like some of this stuff is just made up, man. It's kind of like the old Jerry Springer, um, old Jerry Springer yeah. show. You just there like. Niggas can't be this dumb. Yo, because we have a thirst for going viral. Like everybody <laughs> want to go viral. It's like the uh, we, we can talk about this shit now. Yeah, yeah. You know, Danny Starr, uh, DJ Quicksilver, DJ Five Nine. They're all hosts on a morning show on ninety three point nine. And for those who haven't seen it, I'm gonna try to keep this real quick. Basically, what happened was DJ Quicksilver and DJ Five Nine brought in a supposed uh, lady that Danny Starr denied a a job at her home, a babysitting job. Supposedly, Danny Starr said, look, I don't want any attractive women in my home um, babysitting my kids. So they confronted her about it on live radio. Danny Starr was like, look, it's my house. I can do whatever the hell I want. I can't believe y'all will ambush me like this. I'll look at y'all as brothers. You know what I mean? And the girl uh, was saying, well, you know, my resume speaks for itself. I have years and years of, of daycare duties or whatever the hell case was. So basically, they made Danny Starr seem real insecure. For those who don't know, Danny Star, she used to be on 95.9. She used to do um, the morning show there. And, you know, she was vocal. She's been vocal about, you know, her husband cheating on her and her father being a, a, a cheater as well. So, you know, she, she got that in the back she, of her mind. She, she has it in the back of her mind. And certain things trigger her. You know what I mean? She's been through a lot. Even on 95.5, they used to treat her like shit and used to send little racist jabs her way. So she comes with baggage to this show. Mm. And, uh, you know... Kathy Hughes, who is the the uh, the CEO for Radio One, who ninety three point nine falls on, she called up the next day and was like, "Look, I'm suspending Quicksilver and Five Nine. They need to sit at home and think about their actions." But Danny Star commend you for handling that situation the way that you did. You didn't get upset. You didn't, you know, you didn't go overboard. But you took it and you like a woman. I think these are exactly where she took it and uh, and she handled it how Kathy Hughes said, you know, it was appropriate as, as best she could, as best as she could in the moment. Come to find out, they fired the producer on the show. Right? Yeah. Yeah, they fired the producer on the show, and dude was like, look, man, he made an Instagram post. He was like, look, I lost my job, so I ain't got nothing to lose at this point. And he posted a video of them rehearsing this whole situation. Yeah. Dog. You do anything for attention. Anything for attention. Anything for ratings, anything for likes, like... I mean, I, I think we see it the most now, right? Even with like Instagram and, and we always talk about these IG models, right? You can literally go from nobody to internet sensation in minutes, seconds, oh, yep. right? So the the just this example right here, 93.9, they're trying to do that same mechanism, go that same route. And you think by, I guess, shaming Danny Starr, shaming women or or however you want to spin it, creating some type of story. That is going to create the buzz, and it, it created the buzz. But right. look where it got you. Yep, right. It's, it's not even funny. Yeah, like you now, and it was during it was during a very sensitive time. International it was Women's, a Women's Day. Women's Day, right? Yeah. You, you. Put, and she even said it. She was like, "I can't believe y'all ambushing me on Women's Day." Facts. That whole time, it was it was it was a stunt. It was a stunt. Like I, I, I don't know. People are cruel, man. I, I feel like people are stupid. I mean, I I would like to think that people are much better than they are. But when you got to stoop that low, one, that speaks to the the quality of that show. It's trash. It speaks to the producer. The producer that fired deserved to get fired because if you coming up with content like that to put out to the world, Thanks. man, your ass don't need to be on, on radio. And radio is dying as it is. Like, yeah. podcasts are taking over. You yeah. know what I mean? YouTube is taking over. I get my news off, off YouTube I mean, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Like, 
radio play the same music over and over and over. So I understand, like, yo, we got to do something to you know, get some buzz. But that's not the approach that you take. Yeah. You don't play with people's emotions because there are people that are listening that have ex- really experienced that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they try to say they was doing it to raise awareness. Raise that, awareness for what? They though? didn't even. It, it, okay, so let's say you you do the skit or whatever, right? And then afterwards, you come out right after and say, "Hey, you know, we this was a, a skit. We just wanted to, you know, talk about issues that might be actually going on." But they ran with the shit. Yeah, they ran with it, and they had Kathy Hughes called up. Once you have her involved in this, it's over. Going, it's over. Danny started her her career done, bro, because she already got put off ninety nine five. She got put off ninety three point nine. What's left? It's and you fucked up with radio or radio one check. Radio One is tied to Radio One, TV One, BET. Where you gonna go, man? She might, she might find somewhere. I just, what, what was the purpose of it though? Like, like that. that that's my thing. What are you teaching people? What do you? Is it, it? Do you really have to do all that for ratings? Like, why not? Instead of doing that, why not go a different route? Why not figure out a different channel? Get your Instagram popping. Hire somebody to really promote you. You know your your social media content right. or. You know, get out here and and do different ways where you're throwing like, you know, picnics or day parties in the summertime. You're actually recording live shows in the streets. You know, you you you're like, you know, you're building a following behind you. You know, I know 92Q. They always do um their live broadcast sometimes in uh, Drew Hill Park when they got uh the Stone Soul picnic and and other things like that out in Baltimore. So it's like there's so many different ways you could go and you choose that. Like, why is it that Especially in a black community, we pay attention more when people are uh, going through defamation suits than you know when we're uplifting our people. Mm-hmm. You know that's that's. It, hey, I don't understand it, bro. And like I said, they said they were trying to raise awareness, but raise, that's raise not awareness you, for what? That's not how you do it. It's International Women's Day. What message? What message are they? Like I was raising from? awareness. I was scrolling through Instagram, liking all the pics of all the international <laughs> women I saw. <laughs> And there was a lot of them because I follow a lot of right. uh, Instagram lot, pages. Yeah, that's you was double tapping supporting. I was support the cause. I was, huh? I was double tapping, yeah. triple tapping on some. <laughs> like you know, you gotta support the cause, man. I ain't mad at that. Woman Crush Wednesday, Black Girl Magic, all yeah. that. You know? Yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's it's crazy to think because I mean, like you said, things happen so fast. So when I saw, I think I saw Shave Room and Baller Alert put it up first. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, they played the whole thing. Yeah, and, I'm like, and then his, his wife called up the joint, right? Five Nines wife or Quicksilver's wife. Oh, did she? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, the wife called up there was going off um on them? Yeah. I think it was Quicksilver, dog. Quicksilver's wife called up and was going off on him, bro. That's bruh. crazy. Yeah, on So them. she even was tied into I wonder if she knew that it was a skit. I don't know. I don't think so. Not the way she was going off, man. Like I I'm a, I mean, it, if she did that's trash. It's even more yeah, trash. I, yeah, it's trash content. That's trash. But like, content. yeah, like, I mean, for for why we even talking about it, man? That's trash. We 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 promoting them niggas, and <laughs> and this is what they wanted, yo. They wanted motherfuckers to talk about it like us. But at the end of the day, man, these niggas they not uh, uplifting the community, man. It, it's it's trash. And, you know, I hope you know they they figure it out and and they they you know they do better themselves. But other than that, man, come on now. Yeah, we nah, better than that. Nah, absolutely, man. I've never I've never seen something like that happen on on the radio before. But hey, listen, it's 2018, all kind of shit happening. Son. Everybody getting ran down on the radio. Son. You see uh, Envy? Son, D. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, man. I Look, you go, because I got words, man. You DJ, got words for Envy? DJ Envy. I had some respect for him, man. Mm. Like, like, don't get me wrong. He He's big in the music game, like. He's cool, you know. We he was we at C, uh, CIAA when we was out there. That's right. We went. We did you know? go to his party. I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah. At the little bowling, it was a strike at the little bowling mm-hmm. alley joint. But 
man, as a man, right? So, you know, the whole situation with him and Deezus and Meryl, like, bro, you got to own up to your stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like, if you do something, right, it, and, and somebody calls you out about it, you can't get mad at that person for calling you out because you got to understand that you've done something wrong. Like you know? we said earlier, you, you put the content out there. Facts. I'm going to do whatever I want with it. Facts. And then I, here's where I had the issue with him. I, it wasn't even like him going back and forth with them on air. He goes to Twitter talking about, I wish they had the same energy in person as they do on Twitter. Yeah, that's some sucker shit right there. And I'm like, hold on, but I wish you had the same energy in person that you got on Twitter. <laughs> right. Because from what I listened to, and what was said, they was like, young, we can go talk about it. <laughs> right. Like, but it was good. Charlamagne was like, you want to give him a New York five? <laughs> Thanks. Was that Jesus? Yeah. Was like, shit, we can do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, he just got up, stormed off like a kid. But I'm like, yo. Yo, what? when they panned over and showed his empty chair, nigga, that shit was the funniest thing I've ever seen. It was like, yo, panned over and showed DJ Envy. And all you see was that empty seat, man. That shit was crazy. And 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 that's the thing, man. Like, as a... As a man, well, as a person in general, you gotta have some type of dignity and, and personal accountability. You know, if you if you out here doing stuff and it's not true, all right, I see you getting mad, I see you storming off. Cause at the end of the day, especially being a black man, like you can't you can't be too aggressive. Cause you know end goal is jail. Like yeah, you're you're no going to what, jail. Yeah. But if you've done something like, you know, mess around on your wife or, you know, get called out for something that's factual, that's true. I, yeah, I did it. I, the, the thing I, is, like, I know Envy is really trying to put that behind him, and he's recently, you know, he has a podcast with his wife. Yeah. And like I said, they recently, I don't know if she's dropping a book or whatever, but they recently been on a couple shows, and, you know, his infidelities have been brought up. Yeah. So I can understand how every time I turn around, y'all talking about this again. Yeah. I can't put this behind. So I can understand. But you did it. Well, he did it, right? I'm not saying that. I'm saying, like, I can understand how he's trying to shake it and put it behind his past, and it keeps being brought up. But he can't direct that anger towards his wife. He can't say, yo, why do, why you keep bringing this shit up every time we get on TV? Because guess what? We're on TV because of you. Of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I can understand that he's... I looked at it like he's trying to direct his anger towards the, the next closest person, yeah. which is people that have been talking about it. And for real, I don't think what they said was wrong. It was. Because he was on... There was on... Was it The View? Mm-hmm. She and the wife said, you know, what's his name? Rayjean or Rayvon, whatever it yeah, is. Whatever. She said, you know, at home, he's this person. Out in the streets, he's DJ Envy. I don't know who DJ Envy is. They simply said, well, you know them DJ Envy checks. The way I interpreted that was <laughs> DJ Envy, the character or whatever, is the one that is bringing in the money to your household. Thanks. So you recognize DJ Envy's power you recognize his abilities. You recognize, you recognize that, his, that money. You recognize, period. That's the yes, your standard period. of living. What was wrong with that? What was disrespectful in that? People don't want to hear it. So like I said, I think that Envy knew exactly what they were saying. But like I said, Envy can't go home and yell at his wife for bringing this shit up again. Envy got to go at the people that's in front of him, which is them two at the moment. And, and, but here's the thing. In that relationship, that's that's... If it's not already, it's becoming a toxic relationship, right? Because as a person, you know, once you get cheated on or once your significant other um, betrays your trust, right, you can't keep bringing it up. You know, it, it, it's, it, it sucks to say that, but you're actually 
creating more of a toxic um, environment. I can't move on by continually bringing it up. Yeah. You're you're now you're not only allowing them to not get over it, but you're not allowing yourself to get over. That's a it fact because you're you're. It's like you're scared, right? You know you need to get away, but it's like, all right, what do I do? You're scared of that unknown. You're scared of, all right, you understand that this person has been a part of your life for so long, and then now you got to cut it. Yeah. But you're scared of doing that because they're so intertwined with your life. But at a certain point, you become the villain, you know, because you're you're creating you're creating all this stress on a person, on a person. Like, you know, I'm not taking up for envy in any way, but. I see that how, you know, his wife definitely is adding to that toxic relationship, bro. I mean, how every time we get on TV or something, I got to bring you got to bring up the fact that I was fucking Erica Mena. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that that's not a way to live, but at the end of the day, he, he did. did it. You know yeah. what I mean? So you can't be mad at anybody for bringing it up. Once Dang. again, you put it out into the world and it's our job sitting behind these microphones to comment up and talk about it however the f- hell we feel feel um for real, for real, he just need to break up with her. He just need a divorce. Or, I mean, like, I mean, if, if he's feeling that type of way where he gets that upset, you know, because after a certain point, if you know everybody's always talking about you, you know, you don't, you shouldn't get upset about it. Yeah, but and the thing is with them, I could tell. You know what, for for this is what I think. I think that his wife heard it. She she ain't like it, so she said, "Yo." When you go to work today and them niggas is up sitting in front of you, you got to say something. Because the way he kept going, even after they apologized, he kept going. Well, my wife has been moved since 15 years old. She was making more money than me. My nigga. That don't matter. What makes you think I care about how much money you was making when y'all was 15 years old? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like Niggas trying to justify it. it, it the, pressure had to, the pressure had to be coming from home. And, it, and we know what they say, happy wife, happy life. So mm-hmm. he had to go to work, put on his uh, big boy pants, and go ahead and step to them to him and quote, unquote, press him. But like I said, when it, when they offered, the, I don't think it's oppressive, but you know, other people call it oppressive, whatever. When them niggas say, "Yo, we could take it out back," and we did what? He got up, <laughs> <laughs> he walked out. You know what I mean? Man, probably went to the bathroom. Them, say, niggas, I'll be back. them niggas was willing to risk it all over that shit, and neither one of them was really trying to jump out there. You know what I mean? So, I, I honestly think it's just coming from pressure from from home. He had to do what he had to do. His wife probably didn't like it, so. He ain't had no choice. You know what I'm saying? Because if them niggas would have, if they wouldn't, if he wouldn't have said something to them while they were sitting in front of him, how you did that conversation with the one at home? I don't know, bro. I, I just know, I just know there are a lot of people out here who are in toxic relationships like this. It's <laughs> and, and it's sad because I, I say it every day, yeah. B. You got people complaining all the time. You got people who, you know, they put their partner through so much shit. And I'm just like, all right, y'all. You know, at a certain point, I was in a toxic relationship. So at a certain point, it's just like, all right, just you you gotta get over it. You gotta leave it alone, man. You gotta you gotta love yourself more. I mean, it, it, there's you know, there's other people out there. But I mean, they capitalizing off of it. Like I said, yes. after the cheating, I mean they started the podcast, so they, they doing their thing. Is it all about the money, yeah? Is that what we make it though? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what's on she, it. She know them DJ MV checks. <laughs> I mean, look look how they live it. You ever been to his Instagram? Nah, man. No, I, don't, I, don't, to... I don't follow bitch niggas, dog. <laughs> you don't got to follow <laughs> <laughs> He don't pop up on news feed. Listen, man. We go go to his Instagram what time are you going to see? He keep her laced. Bags on top of bags. They got all the cars. The house biggest shit. They got that's, a bunch that's of That's the definition of buying her happiness. So how you not know who DJ Envy is when you live in that way? You know what I'm saying? Fakes, man. She phony. She she be the joint out in Miami twerking next to a nigga <laughs> from Norfolk getting her ass slapped. 
But that, yeah, but it's easy to say too. But also on the flip side of that, when you got a bunch of kids with somebody and you really invested, like how hard is it to really walk away? I mean, I don't know. I can't answer that. I ain't got no kids. Man. Yeah, that's I ain't got true. no family. <laughs> I, I think for me too, just looking at their relationship, man, he ain't just cheat. Like I'm sure he cheated with other people, but Erica made a dog a, a love a hip hop jump. Like she she made a career off of talking shit on TV, tweeting stuff. You know what I mean? So out of all people to choose, you are gonna pick somebody that's messy? I think that's where the embarrassment. How did he pull Erica Mena? Niggas got money. DJ Envy checks. DJ Envy checks. He be in the club. You know what I mean? I'm sure yeah. she be in the club. So, man, I should have been a DJ, bro. Could have been up there with Gringo. <laughs> Gringo was getting all the joints that do say for days. Oh, but yeah, the DJ always get. Always. The, is, you know who it is? The DJ and the photographer. Facts. The DJ and the photographer always have the girls because girls always want to look good. So you got an excuse to be in front of them. Yeah. And you hit him with, oh, yeah, I send you this, send me your, uh, send me your, <laughs> send me your information. You know what I'm saying? The hey, DJ, yo, what's your Instagram? Right. The, uh, the DJ make them dance. They put them in the right mood. You know what I'm saying? So Invite some joints to the booth. Yeah, you know, be exactly. Be cool. Let me show you how Those to are the two, Yeah. If people going after the wrong folks. You got to go after the photographer, the DJ, man. Nah, man. You got to go after the people who actually throw the party, bro. Come, come see me at my gym, bro. <laughs> you know, I'm going to be there. I'll probably, you know, I'm going to have my whistle and shit. You know, I'm going to oh, be there. Are you going to whistle this time? Maybe. I don't know yet, man. Let's take it, dog. What else we got? What else happened, man? Man, there was a, a joint you sent me, a fucking picture of um oh the situation in the classroom, right? The two the 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 gentleman, he was a, a male teacher, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? And he yeah. had a picture on his desk of him kissing his husband. Mm-hmm. And students saw that, and obviously, I guess you know, students went home, they were confused, and they talked to their parents, and one of the the parents came to the school or filed a complaint with the school and said. Um, that they wanted the teacher to remove this photo from the desk. So that started a whole conversation, a whole controversy there. So what are your thoughts on that? Do you think that the teacher needs to be careful of, of the the images they're portraying to the students? And in this day and age, like, is that okay? Well, I think... I think it's two sides because I think some people are rooting their argument in homophobia and then other people are rooting their... their uh, their opinion or their argument and the fact that it's not appropriate for teachers to have pictures of them kissing other people, you know, kissing a significant other on their desk. And that's where I'm rooted in. I don't care if he's gay, straight, you know what I mean? I don't remember ever growing up and seeing my teacher have pictures of them kissing their significant other on the desk. You know what I mean? Especially with kids. Like, I don't know if that's really the image we want to have out in the open like that. I don't think our... Especially in American culture, I don't know if that's something that we want to have, and I think that's a little odd. Like if you know, I'm I'm in second in, or let's say kindergarten, you know what I mean? I see my teacher being affectionate with somebody else. Yeah. You know, are you giving it okay for me to go in the classroom and do right. that as well? You know what I mean? I, I just don't know if that's really appropriate. I don't ever remember seeing that. You know, you could definitely have pictures of your significant other on your desk, but maybe not in such a quote sexualized yeah. like manner you know what I mean and if you know the guy if he wants to have a picture of him hug, like with his husband on a desk I don't see nothing wrong with that yeah. but when it comes to the kissing and I would feel the same way if it was a, a husband and a wife mm-hmm. my opinion wouldn't change I just don't know if that's a, an appropriate image to have out there on your desk out in the open you know what I mean we're, we're in school to learn not necessarily see your relationship status nah, I agree with that from a uh, certain standpoint because you know as a kid man you know even watching movies you see a couple or see somebody kissing a movie. And I'm, Turn away. I'm yelling out ill or something, yeah. you know. But I do know as a kid, you know, when you when you first start realizing that, oh, shit, you know, you like 
the little girl over there, you start trying, you start trying to do stuff, take their pens, you know, um, send them a little fake Valentine's Day card. Put your hand under the table. <laughs> you, know? you never used to play that game. You try, you try to go into the coat room the same <laughs> time they go in there. You know, meet them at the water fountain, all, right. all that type of dumb shit. So yeah, no, definitely, man. You people just gotta be smarter. I mean, you know, as, as kids, kids absorb so much, right? So just like we were saying earlier with the culture chefs and, and with the part of my bullshit, man. Look, I'm on here. You know, I'm I'm Dathan Scott. You know, I'm I'm gonna do what I want to do, man. I'm the truth, man. I um, that that's all me, completely me. You know, how I am in the streets is how I am in the booth is how I am everywhere is how I am at work. So you you're gonna get the same me throughout. And you know, I can talk my shit on here. I can say whatever I like. But at the end of the day, like my stats speak for itself. You know, when it comes to making a positive impact, when it comes to you know helping people out, when it comes to the intent and wanting to better people's situations. I don't think there's one person in the world can say that I've done them wrong or I've left them in a a more damaging um a more damaging result after they met me. You know, even people who hate me, even people who, you know, may not be on uh may not like me at this current moment. You know, you got a couple of shorties and stuff like that or whatever, but you know, I'm always me, you know, and I'm not I'm not going to, you know, ever change that, you know. So Part of my bullshit, me, culture chefs, is me too. You ain't answered the question, bro. I did. You did it. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga went on a soliloquy. I went on a rant, yeah. <laughs> is that what my Hamlet shit. A soliloquy? Man, Did I use that the right way? I don't know, man. I, look, I haven't read Hamlet in like it's a bit of right? since like high school. But so you saying that you don't think it's appropriate? Yeah, I I don't think it's appropriate. Yeah, I answered. I answered you your didn't question. Answer? Oh shit! Yeah, because I I say even as a little kid, you look at the movies, yeah. and you'd be like, "Ew!" So no, nah, that that type of affection, you know, especially coming from a little then, then what are you teaching them? You know, you teaching little kids that like possibly it's okay to potentially you know force themselves on people or you know just just do things like you know they, they, they're seeing pictures they're not seeing sexuality they, is weird yeah they're not you know seeing I mean? feelings they're not seeing you know how you came about kissing all they're saying is two people kissing right so like you said are you giving they the green light go, to go do the same they're gonna go thing? try it yeah. out and and as you know with little kids they don't necessarily always understand context absolutely right so this breeze niggas like trey songs who just be out here beating women mm-hmm Oh, that, yeah, I heard about that. And that's like his third or fourth time, though, some shit like that. Well, before we touch, to to put a bow on the uh, the teacher kissing picture, I think one of my biggest things, too, is as a teacher, I just hope that people aren't coming at him because he's gay. You know what I mean? Which we know they are. That's immediately what I thought. I hope the school system is at least, you know, presenting what they want. Um, I always think it's rooted in that. I mean, people still haven't gotten over it. I mean, to, yeah, because I, that's the reason why it went viral. It only went viral because yeah. it was two dudes at the end of the day. And, I'm sure that there's other teachers yeah. in America that have them pictures of them kissing their their wife or their husband that are in, uh, you know, heterosexual relationships. That is not going to go viral, but because it's two and it was two black men at that. Yeah, and also I, I think it's more that's on the older generation, man. I mean, they they grew up in a different era, a different time period where certain things weren't. Uh, widely accepted, you right. know what I mean. You know, we always coined a term growing up, like coming out the closet and stuff like that. So yeah. let's keep it one hundred, man. Black folks is wild homophobic. Yeah, Facts. I mean, it's that's what you taught. Wild homophobic. Yeah. So you know? I, I could see black parents raising the biggest issue about this, and don't let it be like a West West Indian family. 
Yeah, no. Nah, because it's even, I mean, even worse. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, but you know, that that's that's a that's from historical context too, like, you know, how uh homophobia was always portrayed and, and then how we were treated. You yeah, know, but I mean in just in, in, but well. we can't continue to base how we feel we can't off of that. In twenty eighteen we still we, we still homophobic as hell. You, you know what I you mean? You are, but I mean you're you're taught by your ancestors. You know what I mean? You're, you're yeah. taught by your mom, you're taught by your grandparents and they still tell you the same stuff today. That their parents told them it's it's really up to you. It, to, it, it, it is to up to me. Change. Absolutely, it's definitely up to me. So that's why I want, I'm saying that our generation, some of us are still by homophobic. Facts. You know what I mean? And, you know, niggas don't think. You know? Yeah, it's crazy. Like the two niggas in the picture is not about to jump out and kiss you. Facts. But do I think it's appropriate to have anybody kissing on your desk at school like that? No. Answer is no for me. You want you want to tell me you ain't going to have your you and your your wife out. If I, if I was a teacher, nah. For, for I wouldn't even do that at my at my work desk. Okay. Just because I just don't think it's appropriate. Sure. You know what I mean? I don't need I don't need people seeing all that. You don't, you don't need people checking you out, man. Nah, I'm good. I can put a picture of my wife on the desk, but it ain't gonna be of us, you know, hugged up. Just keep it on shit. your phone, bro. Yeah, bro keep, you know, keep it on your phone. I don't, and then when I think about the people at work, like all them ugly ass white people, man. I don't, <laughs> don't, yeah. don't want to see them kissing their significant. I'm like, I don't care to see all that. <laughs> Man, so we, we just want to be free to express ourselves, yeah, man. That's yeah, all it is. Yeah, express yourself in the comfort of your own home. You know what yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to be subject to seeing that. So. That's facts. Yeah, man. That's facts. But oh, let's 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 stay on that, man. We actually had a great discussion in one of our chats. So there's a discussion around. Um, this one young lady said that it's okay to walk around a friend's house naked. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's let's. Let's put a pause on this. So look, man, <laughs> shout out to everybody that's in the PNB podcast <laughs> groupie. We all be having it. some wild <laughs> conversations. I, so I was at work, so I missed most of it. I don't know how it sparked. So you, son, son, I, I I was at work too, but here, here's basically the situation. So um, if I remember correctly, you know, there was a discussion going back and forth about, you know, um, actually there was a picture posted and the picture was... It, uh, it had a, it had a naked woman, right? And the picture said she was holding a sign that said, "You know, just because I'm naked doesn't mean that I want to have sex or we're going to have sex or something like that, right?" So that sparked the whole conversation on one. You know, hey, just because a girl's naked in your house doesn't mean you're you're going to have sex. And sure. a lot of, a lot of people agree with that. Like I agree with that. Hey, you know. Your, your girl can walk around butt ass naked. That don't mean I, you know, where that doesn't mean she wants to have sex. Right. That just means she's comfortable enough to walk around, you know, naked. Then the conversation got into like, you know, even more deeply, and we were like, hold on, well, wait, but why is that girl over my place feeling that comfortable? You know, only certain people are comfortable with coming over and. Walking around naked, you're not about to just have anybody in your house naked. You know what I mean? So we we came to the consensus that there had to be some type of conversation before you know before that for that person just to come over and be like, all right, you know, hey, it's okay for me to walk around naked. No random person is not about to walk in your house and be naked. Yeah. So so shout out to Brianna, man. Brianna said that she get naked at at her people's house, and I there's nothing wrong with that, right? But 
man or woman, if you walk into my house, Thanks. there's there's no getting ass naked. It has to have been a power. <laughs> That's not how we doing it. You know what I'm saying? We're not giving it up where you get ass un, naked. Unless, unless there was a conversation right. before. If I've created the environment, go for it. Do what you do, baby. If you if I say, yeah, man, listen, we could chill in my crib naked, go ahead and get ass naked if you right. feel comfortable doing right. so. But it's up to that person. It is up to that person. Because it's their house. It's my house. Absolutely. There's no just walking in and getting naked. It just just doesn't make sense right. to me. You know what I mean? And I don't know how people interact with their friends, but I know with my friends, this shit just don't go down like yeah. that. I mean, I mean, it's, it's even here, you know, just taking off your shoes, just out of respect. Like, yo, I'm going to do what's comfortable for you because I'm in your space. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I'm I'm not going to try to take over your space or, you know, intrude on the energy that you've already created. And I, you know, I was trying to call her bluff, but I mean, she had her own, bro. She, <laughs> she always did. saying I ain't built right. Well, that's my homegirl, man. I know her since I was in uh, middle school, man. But yeah, yeah I, I just don't, I don't know. I haven't seen that kind of relationship. Like, if it's your girl, it's different. You know what I'm saying? Well, that, totally different. I understand y'all being yeah. comfortable around each other, but as talking about just a friend level, I just don't know a situation where I'm getting ass naked in my in my friend house and walking around. Yeah, I, I just it, that just ain't the way I live. Like, and I I'm said, not knocking anybody else that does. Yeah, it's like just a little, a little different. The, here, here's my take on it. Chances are, is this man? Look, if you're a girl and you come into my crib and you walking around butt ass naked, chances are I'm either hitting, you know, I'm I'm in a relationship with you or. We're going to have sex at some point. You know what I mean? Because like, you you haven't created the environment where exactly. you could just get ass naked at my house and exactly. we just kicking it exactly, right. exactly. And and that's that's just how I see it. Like, <laughs> I think I think in situations like that, you're not just about to come in and be like, "All right, cool, get naked." Like, I, I don't want to. Man, imagine your girl just walking over her friend's house and and, and being ass naked. I mean, it's a little odd. I I just don't know yeah. how that happens. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's because that nigga the probably tried to hit. Oh, you talking about his uh, male friend? Yeah. Oh, that ain't happening. That's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought she, you were talking about a female friend. Nah, yeah. Oh, nah, it's not uh, happening. She ain't going down in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, not yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I feel like it's you know it's it's a, a similar situation. You know, you just. <laughs> People crazy, bro. It's 2018, bro. You you walking up in somebody else getting naked. Yeah, it's a little different. Like, and I, you know, I we've all hung out. You know, this is we've all hung out with women. Girls love taking their pants off. I'm with all, it. You know what I'm saying? All that kind of shit. Let me take my bra off. I'm with but it. just getting walking into the threshold, just getting ass naked, just to kick it. I just I ain't never been in a situation like that. And I'm sure there's tons of people that do that. But like I said, because of the we live in the what is it the Me Too era? Yeah. I need to consent to you getting naked in my house before you say some shit. You know what I mean? Fam, if you walk in my house and get ass naked and you look good, I'm at least try to spit game. <laughs> because you you looking sexy. Rough, bro. Like think let's let's be real. Right. If you looking good and and you know, and you ass naked, yeah. dudes are gonna try you regardless. I, I, we I we try you with clothes on. That's, yeah. Looking good. Yeah. And then you add in bare nipples and all that shit. Yes. You know, back I'm in my try you. back in my single days, I would have loved to accept the challenge where a girl could just come over <laughs> and get ass naked, and we just chill, watch TV. Because, like I said, you just go, you gonna look, you gonna be like, this is odd. This girl ass naked next to me. I'm gonna be looking. <laughs> you gonna do big? I'm gonna lose the game of two K. You gonna do big looking? <laughs> Yo, like for because real. just because that's just not the environment that I've created Absolutely. where we just get just get ass naked and chill. You know what I mean? Like. 
I mean, it's different, bro. I mean, it's different. The woman is most beautiful in her natural state. Yeah, it's, it's a little so, different. You know, that's, and I'm not knocking anybody. That's why I'm gonna spin it. Man. That's dope. If you get ass nigga at your friend's house and y'all kick it, man, that's what's up. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But I'm, I'm, I'm the woman is most beautiful at their natural state. Right, so right. when you ask niggas, when you most beautiful, <laughs> so expect the most. To happen or the most to hey, that sound uh, be rapey, attempted bro. to happen. That's what this is when I back out the conversation. You might want to clean that up. <laughs> no, I'm saying you might want to clean saying, that one up. I'm saying that's that's when a, a dude is gonna is gonna try to talk to you the most is when you ass naked. So I want to know: Are they going over their male friend's house and get ass naked and just kicking it? Is that what she said? Yeah, yeah. That was that was the context of the conversation. And then I asked her. I was like, "Hey, so you know." How do you know this dude? You know, mm-hmm. has he tried to hit in the past, or is he hitting currently and yeah. stuff like that? And and I think I got to the bottom of it because she was like, he tried to he tried me up like in the past. Oh, you gonna try again at some point, hey, hey, son? Son, yeah, you gonna try again at some and, point? You know, all the niggas in the chat they dap me, but then they was like, yo, you just blew up my man's spot. You know, he was really waiting in the wings to <laughs> the catcher. You know, yeah, he was waiting in the friend zone, but exactly, he think his time are going. Yo, that's and at some point. You yeah. gonna come up? Yeah, I, I think that's a little weird. I mean, I and my female friend. First of all, I'm, I'm in a relationship, so my female friends can't just be ass naked around me. I think that's a little odd. But back in the day, you know what I mean. <laughs> if they want to, if they gonna get ass naked around me, I'm definitely gonna look at them some type of way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And then ain't nothing wrong with nudity. There's nothing wrong with being comfortable. With I love body. the female body. Yeah, but like I said, like you said earlier, Context. We we have to have had an agreement where this is happening. You know what I mean? Because. Yeah. Nobody wants to send mixed signals because think about it the other way around. You go to one of your female friends' house and you get ass naked. Man, oh man, you going to jail? What do you? What is? What is that saying? Jail time. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately, huh? Jail, jail time, yeah. boy. Son, this day and age, jail, Absolutely. and then and then you gonna have a boyfriend in jail, right? Talking about. I, I told y'all a, a story a couple podcasts ago. Well, it was a minute ago when my homegirl was saying how she was kicking it with a dude that she used to talk to. Oh, yeah. And she went to go pick up the phone. Oh, man, Fred <laughs> Eagle. was in Fred Eagle or her bed. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> we live in the area. That shit's just not acceptable. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? It's not acceptable. The, the tides are turning. But like I say, man, we we adore women. We love women. But as people, you know, there's always context to the situation. So, she get asked and going to make her put her clothes back on? What's the first thing you're going to say? Man. That's so, a, that's like I said, a, you didn't create the environment. That's that's a, that's a loaded question. Because if she get ass naked, the first thing I'm going to say to her is, what do you... I, I'm not even going to say anything. I'm going to let her take her clothes off. Because mm. I'm, I'm just... The process like, yo, you're getting ass naked. So I'm going to... I need to see what she's going to do. Like, is she coming to approach me to, like, get it on? Or, like, is she just chilling? So then, you know, depending on that, if she's just chilling mm-hmm. now in this situation, I'm gonna be like, "Excuse me, like, you know." You gonna say, "Excuse me?" Yeah, like, cause you you weird at this point. It's yeah. like, yo, excuse me, like, you know, why do you have your your clothes off? Like, is this what you do? You know, and then I guess we can have a little exchange Thinking from there. Yeah, but I'm gonna probably ask her to put her clothes back on because, like, for me, I live with roommates, right? Oh, you know true, what I mean? Yeah. Cause it's like, so I don't want to, you know. Offend them at any, any, any offend way. them or make her uncomfortable because if y'all just kicking at the crib by yourself right. and your roommate just walks in like just yeah. because she's comfortable with you being naked yeah. or I'm sorry comfortable around you being naked doesn't mean that she's comfortable around absolutely your and, being naked. and it go, it goes both ways well, that's yeah. what I'm saying like I don't want to offend her I don't want to offend them yeah. so it's like you know I would probably ask you to put your clothes on yeah. but you know I, if I was living by myself I mean 
Look, for real, for real, look, you can come over and take your clothes off all you want. Just know I'm going to be looking. At the you bare know, minimum, you're going to do big looking. I'm going to do big looking. I might <laughs> lick my lips a couple of times. Right. Because, you know, I mean, I only talk to beautiful girls, man. Every every female I know, every woman I know, they're very intelligent, mm-hmm. very beautiful women. So, you know, I adore a lot of women, man. Yeah. Now nah, I feel you. That's, that's funny. It was definitely, definitely a funny conversation. But just to go back to the meme... You know, if there's anybody out there that thinks because a woman gets naked she want to fuck, then you really need to take a look at them. You don't get no pussy. Yeah, you got to take a look at in the mirror and figure out what's, what's going on with you. Man, why you think that way? You need to just go to X videos like, <laughs> and, and, and go ahead with it, bro. Yeah. Real for real. But yeah, man, that's a wrap, bro. Yeah, I mean, that's I, it? Yeah, yo. I, shit, we, we, we at 63 minutes right now, man, listen, bro. I don't, I don't look at the time, bro. Yo, I you told you. Yo, nah. What you got to talk about, bro? Man. You, you over here smiling and cheesing and shit. I'm just, I'm just having a good time. It feels good to be back on the mic. You yeah, know bro. What I mean, that's all. That's what you got to be part of my bullshit for the week? Oh, man. Nah, I, I, well, I told half of it, you know, I guess with the, with the wedding situation, man. That, that, was just, that was just a little embarrassing, bro. Um, so you part of my bullshit to yourself? Yeah, man. I, I mean, I it just happened. You know, it's, it's like, like it's like yeah. damn or whatever. But I mean, I, not necessarily part of my bullshit, but just a couple of shout outs, man. You know, I appreciate um, the help and support I've been getting from my brother in terms of you know hazmat three photos in terms of you know putting together all the. Hey, man! Shout out to my shout out to him, man. Yeah, you yo, doing your thing. Really helping us out, bro. You know, with the event and uh, helping me out, just stay staying straight. You know, being a a good role model, a good big brother, and uh, you know. You know, helping me get get myself off the ground or whatever like that. Um, couple other people, man. You know, uh, this one guy I used to talk to, bro. Like, you know, we we fell off. Unfortunately, her birthday's about to come up. But you know, shout out to her, man. You know, she's doing her own thing, uh, trying to be a personal trainer. Um, you know, really, really taking off. And hey, I know who that is. And uh, you know, really out here uh, doing a thing, doing a damn thing, dog. You know, uh, putting out the little. Little traps on Instagram, bro. You know, double tap with the lusty eyes. Hey, dog. Every you time know? I scroll past this nigga, double tap. <laughs> <laughs> the first nigga to double tap me. Nah, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> it be that underscore truth. One like that underscore truth. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, man. Listen, you can get your old thing back, bro. Nah, nah, bro. You, nah, man. You <laughs> this, just. This is nah. all fair, all fair, all fair. You know, you got to support people, man. You know, like I said before, you never leave people in a bad light. Right. You know, okay. I'm an uplifter. You know, I'm. <laughs> I inspire greatness. That's how I feel, bro. I inspire word, greatness. Word. You know, you know. Shout out Geechee and, and, and my other business partner, man. You know, they really, you know, they really keep me grounded and and uh, keep me motivated, man. I, I can't, I can't go five minutes without thinking about the next move we got to make or or the next thing I got to accomplish or the next thing I got to do. You know, just keep pushing, just keep pushing, just keep pushing, and I'll get there. So you know, shout out to them, man. We really doing it. It's but, dope uh, when you have a passion for something because that's all you think about. I was talking to my man about this the other day, and you know, I, like I told, like I've said it on here before, man. When I'm at work for my eight to ten hours, mm-hmm. most of the time I'm thinking about what we're gonna do next. You X. know what I mean? Prepare for the next for the next move, and it's because I really found what I enjoy doing. You X. know what I mean? And I and I wake up every morning, and I'm really happy knowing that I, um, you know, I'm working towards my goals, and I'm I'm actually trying to you know perfect my craft so it's that freedom man i know i know in the near future you know uh we're gonna have a couple of people in the pod uh brio gonna be coming back you know she probably gonna be giving us an update on her sex dolls and uh <laughs> we also gonna have a special guest just flow um from the it's a rap podcast so we might we might get into a little little music debate there i know i know he a drake lover and uh, i always be telling niggas drake ain't got no classics so 
you know, we might have to get into it there. But Drake did drop a nice little little verse on that uh, that Lemon N.E.R.D. Rihanna remix. So, you know. Yeah, I heard that this morning. Yeah, that joint, it, it was kind of lit. But quick question, though. What you think about that Walk It, Talk It video, bro? I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it, Some bro? Some Amigos joint? Go, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I haven't seen it. Go, go take a look at that joint and, and let me know what you think, man. I, I think... I think it was pretty cool. You know, it, it was corny as fuck, but that, that's right down Drake's alley. And um, yeah, shout out, shout out to all that, man. So be on the lookout for us. We coming through. What you got, man? PMB. Part of my bullshit. My part of my bullshit goes to Jet Blue, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I, I was on vacation last week. So <laughs> I had a flight from Dallas connected in D.C. that took me to Barbados. On the way home, Barbados to New York to D.C. So that's full planes. Guess how many times I was delayed? Ten. Nah, I wasn't ten, nigga. We was we was delayed about six times, bro. Now I wasn't off. I wasn't that far off. Yeah, but still, <laughs> that Friday, the the night that we left, our plane got delayed three times, dog. So much so when they say, you know what, we are gonna credit y'all an extra day, so stay an extra day. So that's how we end up staying an extra day in Barbados. On the way home, we in New York. Get the first delay. Guy's like, yeah, we're having technical difficulties on the plane. Second delay, we still have technical difficulties on the plane. Third delay, we still have it. So I'm sitting there at the terminal thinking like, yo, I don't want to get on this damn plane if they're having maintenance issues. and okay. It's scary when you're hearing that they're saying there's something wrong with the plane that you're about to get on. You know them planes from New York to D.C. are the little jumps, yeah. the little two to two yeah, hours. a lot jump. of turbulence. Dog, every flight that we took... <laughs> There and back was bumpy. We ain't get on one, not one smooth ride, dog. So top it all off, we was delayed. We ended up going, like I said, getting there and having a good time. But um, part of my bullshit goes to, to Jeff Bluton for not having their shit together. The first delay when we was in um, coming going to New York on the way there, they didn't even explain what happened. But we did end up giving an extra day. And on top of that, on the second of these leg coming home, they credited us back some money for that flight too. So they took care of the issue. But either way, man, Jeff Blue that. Part of my bullshit goes out to y'all. Yo, I got one. Part of my bullshit go out to fucking Jay-Z and Beyonce, dog. I know a lot of people who didn't get tickets to that concert. You know, I'm going to San Diego for mine, but they just re-released new tour dates today, as a matter of fact, um, for their their shows. So now they're doing two shows in D.C., right? And the people who were allowed to get pre-sale, like all the title holders um the title account holders the city card members uh the beehive and all those people who had pre-sale tickets they weren't allowed first dibs for the second shows when they re-released them so that, come on bro i mean your your most loyal fans your most loyal customers you know you don't give them first dibs these are the people who were out there you know buying your tickets and filling up stadiums in less than 10 minutes when you drop come on man give them a chance it's, i know it's business but damn you know, look out for your people. So that's my little bit of part of my bullshit. Yeah, I ain't buy a ticket. I don't plan on giving them no more of my money, man. Hey, man, I, I like CJ, man. That's what I'm there for, bro. Seeing him too many times, Beyonce. I, for Beyonce is a one time and a one time experience real, for, for me. You see it. You see it one. You get yeah. filled. You get filled with the Beyonce Holy Ghost. Yeah, and keep it pushing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you. So what's the uh, what's the vibe of the day? Yo, we got that. Uh, what was that joint from Wale, man? What was the joint called? Stay, stay strong, strong. Oh, stay in yeah. power. Stay, yeah, stay in power. power. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's drop that joint, man. That while they stay in power, that's, that's the vibe. Keep it in DC, real quick. You say for days, thirty first. Lately, been feeling like niggas doubt me. Trust me, they don't got no staying power. Left Atlantic about a minute later. 
Uri record label, try scout me. Representing all official niggas. Intelligent flying, get bitches, nigga. I tell her to fly, she catch a delta. Or she roll, or she get to stepping. AKA, I be speaking reckless. 07, my Supreme jacket. AKA, is at Virginia State. My second year, I try to get one pregnant. Early bird, that was Petersburg. Now my little bird, fly to Teterboro. Holler Burton full of blues, brothers. Ain't no Ackroyd or Belushi Neva. Paranoid, so I'm drinking heavy. Hearing voices, so I'm sleep heavy. Had a choice, I can turn it back. I be running back for a team or something. Kept a turn while receiving money. Now I'm sneaking burners in the club. I'm not concerned about who beefing with us. I can give them words, I can beat them up. Rap those, I'm Zab Judah. Hook, cross, jab, jab, throw them. Uber X, I'm in the Maxima. She was a Maxima, she got an attitude. Uh, but I'm cool though. I'm not a little nigga trying big boy. I'm like the outcast of the new school. Spend about three stacks on a Bitcoin. I got dick for You a cent, why you gotta buy a gift for? Might buy me a Rara. You buying phone pods and walk around like we ain't different. Shit. Y'all just Instagram. Shit. Y'all just Twitter shit. Yeah. I ain't about to tip with tap, but nigga, check the map, but get some push to there. Me. Alarm. I got it. And I can now rap my opponents. And I'm not too popular. Media treat my passion like a hazard or something. Y'all get the hand off and fumble at me. I get it and I'll come over it. Simple city niggas wild with me. So you out of town niggas humble at Gassing on this. Hannah sweet. The homies is homonyms out in these streets. You probably just wondering what do that mean. Mean I ain't too deep, but I ain't too deep. deep. Sweet. I'm the legend niggas trying to be. I went to Portland for a sound with my team. When other niggas couldn't fly on their feet. Never that bro shit applying to me. Forever that dope shit that running my blood like I'm sipping mud and tired of sleep. We laughing at who thought it's quiet for me. I quietly, quietly built my empire to set a fire to the rivaling teams. I'm a lion, you would just be lying about with anybody bothering me. Blood on my teeth. All of my queens got blood on these sneakers. All of my women be loyal and honest. I take them all shopping and burn the receipt. Who fucking with me? Not really like who fucking with the Falon, the God body flow, the God vibe himself, rest in peace to Chuck Brown.